Hey everybody, welcome to the In All Things podcast. It's time to see God in everything. What is going on everybody? Welcome to another episode, a new episode of the In All Things podcast. My name is Mitch Frost. And I am Steve Markle. Welcome back to the table. Yes, not just a new episode, but... Brand new season. Yes. And for those of you watching, a new wall and a new graphic. If you're listening... Wow. It sounds the same. I mean, so, it's going to make you want to go to YouTube and watch it. Right. Just, Which, yeah. it's a podcast, so you don't need to. You don't need um, to, but... But anyway, we're back. Yeah, we're it's back. been a while. been a couple months. Last episode we recorded was uh, middle of November, yeah. I believe. Yeah, before Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And so it's been a couple months since we've been here and done this. We were just saying before everything turned on, like, whoa, this is kind of weird. It's been it is. a minute. So we got to get back yeah, into I've the missed flow it. of things. I've missed it, but it's uh, we've been busy. Uh, the holidays, we... we Intentionally take that break, just mm-hmm. like everybody's busy, we are, and then getting back into the swing of things. So it is good to be back, though. Got a good season planned. Yeah, lots of things coming up, guests and some things that are going to look a little bit different. Yes. And I'll be out for a while. And then why would be, you be out for a while? You know, just a, a baby that's almost here. So <laughs> How many weeks away? Uh, we are seven weeks away now. A seven under weeks seven away. Seven weeks away. So wow. to the due date. So, you know. Do you have a push gift? A push gift. I've heard about this. I heard um, this on the radio um, last week, and I thought I have to ask you this. No, I, that it, there's a gift for everything now. So. I know it's crazy. <laughs> like I had to look it up. Like seriously, yeah, you're supposed to give your wife a gift either as she's in labor, right mm-hmm. when the baby comes out, right. or within that 24 hour span. So yep. yeah, so yeah. we'll see. Maybe I'll come up with something. It's but something, it's yeah. one of those things yep. where it's just like, how many gifts are we going to add? I know to our lives? it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. But uh, anyway, how was the the last couple months for you? How was Thanksgiving? Mm. How was Christmas? How was New Year's? Just give us kind of a, a fill in for you. It's been a whirlwind. Um, it's been a busy time. Obviously, we all say that. So it's like, okay. Uh, Christmas, I, the first thing that comes to my mind was it was incredibly cold, like the biggest cold spell we've had in a while, mm. right around Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So uh, that definitely affected our plans. We still had a couple services, not all that we were planning, but still, uh, you know, family's good. Um, my son and his wife and my one grandson are moved in with us for three, almost three months. So that's kind of an exciting time. Our house is uh, full of life more than it is normally with just three of us there. They're building a house, so they're almost done. That they'll be moving out, but that's been different. You know, like an adjustment and and a fun time for us as well. Um, you know, all the um, stuff with end of end of year, New Year, uh, getting started with the ch- church, getting back in the gear, the twenty one day fast, just so many things like that. Um, but personally, um, it's been good. I've you know, it's been a good season. It was nice to have uh, just a little bit of extra time to rest over the holiday. I know we, the way the uh, Sundays lined up with the holidays, we were able to record a service for New Year's Day. So it kind of gave the staff a little bit of a breather, which mm-hmm. we all kind of needed. How, how's it been for you? Yeah, it's been good. Um, that breather that we had as a staff was nice. Yeah, it was a different, was. Than, have to different kind of rhythm than what we've had the last couple of years, maybe since I've been on staff. So it was mm-hmm. nice. Um, but, you know, Christmas was good. Thanksgiving was good. Um, it's just kind of one of those times, um, we, there's moments like this in life where it's like, this is like our last holiday strand of, you know, just the two of us, you know, so I know. Like, we've had some moments like that where it's like, um, and, and especially during Christmas break, like we just spent a lot of time just together. Cause it's like, this is the last time I know. for the most part where it's just going to be the two of us, you know? So that's, it's just an interesting thing. And, and you've <laughs> it, been through that. Obviously. It does. It changes everything. I, you know, I took my oldest two have had one has two children one has one and you just it just uh 
it's busy. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're going to love Christmas with a baby mm-hmm. and with, you know, children, but enjoy these last right. seven weeks because yeah. they're precious and life changes and the demand is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It just having another, having a three-year-old living in our house for a couple months now, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. there's a lot that takes just to take care of a child. So yeah, yep, you know that, but yep. you don't really know it until you live it and right. you will. And it's awesome. And you guys are ready. It's amazing. So, yeah. So that's just kind of been how we spent yeah. the holidays yeah. and everything was just kind yeah. of, we've yeah. had that in the back of our mind. So, um, but yeah, all of those things. So today, um, just want to take a little bit as we kind of get back into the rhythm here, season four, um, every Thursday still, I believe we're going to be coming out with hopefully Thursdays <laughs> or with, with episodes pretty much every week. And so, um, for today, what I wanted to do was just talk about a couple different things. We're going to be talking about, um, obviously, we are almost, what, what is today, the, when we're recording this, the 15th? Yes. Yeah. Um, so we're 16th. 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 So we're, we're a little over halfway through January. Um, and so I want to talk about New Year's resolutions, the point of New Year's mm-hmm. re- New Year resolutions, how they're going. Uh, I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about the 21-day fast, and I'm going to talk about the series that we're in as a mm-hmm. church. So I'm going to talk about those three things, okay. and we're going to call it a day. Uh, and we're going to get kind of everybody back into the rhythm of listening to the In All Things podcast as we continue. So uh, let's start with New Year's resolutions. What are yours? Do you have any? You know, I, the resolution thing, I don't know if I... Uh, still do that. I kind of call it just making some goals to begin the new year because it's a it's a fresh start. You know, we just turn the page on the calendar and it feels like, okay, all the things that I haven't been doing that I don't like about myself, here's a chance to change them. And so I don't really call them resolutions. Do you do that? No, not really. No, no. I maybe used to, and but more like I have goals. There's some things I decided I want to get better at and do do better at, get healthier in. I mean, you know, physically lose some weight, get in the gym more. I looked at uh, on my Planet Fitness app, it tells you how many times you went last year. And I looked, I'm like, okay, I need about double that. Not that that's the only thing, but just th- things like that and um, getting back into a new, figuring out a new Bible reading plan. Um, Going to read the New Testament through this year. Um, I like the whole read the Bible through in a year, but I feel like it's a speed test and I, I don't do well with that. Like I, I get bogged down with how many chapters it is and about cl- checking the box more than really thinking it through as I'm reading it. So I'm, I'm enjoying Matthew right now. So um, those are some things for me. How about you? Um, yeah, I, I kind of started with the whole New Year's thing just mm-hmm. because I think um, you know, it, it, 90% of people just fall off in a couple of weeks and I yeah. think it's a little bit silly. Uh, and so for me, <clears throat> I think it's just, yeah, more goals. I think it is a cool time of, you know, the year, a new year to make some of those changes and do some of those things. That's all great. Um, but I've heard, you know, some different perspectives on just kind of like, instead of just saying, Oh, I'm going to lose 30 pounds this year, make your new year's resolution. I'm just going to work out more this year. Like make it more of these Mm -hmm. bigger things because what happens for most people is either they never meet the goal that's so specific or they get to that goal and then they stop and then all the weight comes back or all (laughs) the, you know, you just fall back. And so, so I I feel like I've just been trying to do more of those things. I like this year, I want to wake up earlier this year. I want to be better about, um, what food I'm eating, like just kind of some of those you're gonna changes, have to wake up you know, earlier. well, yeah. But, um, and <laughs> but so yeah, you're right, those though. are some of the kind of the things mm-hmm. I'm trying to do. Um, I started this in, in December, but I have, I've been turning the TV off at, at 10 every night, uh, and reading until I fall asleep. So I've really, really liked that. Um, cause I wasn't, I've never experienced this, but I wasn't sleeping well. 
Um, and so, and you know, a lot of the things you read is like, if you're on your devices an hour before you right. go to sleep and things like that, it just messes with you. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. Um, and it's been helping. I've slept like a baby. So that's awesome. Um, so I've been doing that. And then, um, Lexi got me a, a five-year journal. Don't know if you've ever heard of this. Five-year journal. Uh, five-year nope. journal. So every day of year for five years, you write, um, what happened that day. Um, and then it's, so it's like 365 pages at the top would be 2023 and gotcha. then it goes down. So as you go back through it, you see, you see, Hey, oh. last year we were here. And, um, so doing that started that on, on the new year. Cause that's kind of right. how it, it's formatted and that's been pretty cool. Um, and I'm a pretty disciplined person, so, um, I'm pretty excited to do that for five years and just kind of see how it unfolds. But that's, so cool. that's some of my little things. Yeah, I um, like that. I like that. My wife always gets on me about the screens at night falling asleep. Um, I've been sleeping better with um, my daughter, Tori and Rex. They gave me a weighted blanket for mm -hmm. Christmas. And I tried one before and didn't like it, but it's been working. I can tell the difference. It is it is a good good thing. So mm -hmm. just a combination of things. Mm -hmm. uh, more you exercise, usually to me, the more I, better I sleep, the more mm -hmm. tired I am. So yeah. anyway, that's yeah. all good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I just wanted to touch on you know New Year's resolution just for a minute to see where we stand on them, yeah. to see how things are going. Um, I've already heard from a lot of people that are like, yeah, I'm not, I already yeah. put a call mine. Like, I'm not, yeah. not Been there, done either. that, and just doesn't usually last. Like, yeah. you have to have different – it's all like – I kind of – you know, in the series we're talking about, it's what's your motivation mm. and uh, what are you trying to accomplish this year and not like what are you trying to do for January. And mm. I, I know some people think it's going to be a year-long thing, but you know it's not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're unrealistic. We have these resolutions that are like, okay, mm -hmm. who's going to really be able to keep that? So anyway. Yeah. Um, so what about our 21-day fast? Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Um, so we did this, was last year? Last the year, first the first time one? we did it. I mean, yes. Um, so maybe if you can think of um, maybe from the staff perspective, I'm trying to remember as well, why did we decide to do that last year? Where did that come from? Why did we want to take on that challenge with our church? How did it go? Um, and then we'll kind of talk about this year. Well, last year we did a series called 167, mm -hmm. talking about 168 hours a week, and you give one to church worship. What else are you giving to God? And mm -hmm. we kind of incorporated that, and we did a whole message just on the idea of what fasting is all about to kind of propel people into this idea because we haven't really done it collectively as a church. So um, it was great last year. Uh, great feedback, great results. People were loving it. People love being on the same page. Uh, every day for 21 days starting, I think it was January 10th last year through the 31st, we would send a text at 730 in the morning with a subject or a topic to pray for. And then it would be a scripture that would go along with it, like one or two verses. Mm -hmm. But we encourage people to read the whole chapter and do more. But people love that. They love that uh, reminder. They love the fact that everybody's praying for the same thing. They love um, just the collective church doing that together. And many people at the end were like, can you keep doing that, sending us a text every morning? I'm like, no, it costs a lot of money, actually. Mm -hmm. um, so we just want to spur people on in their devotion to the Lord. So that was good last year. And I think it was very well received. And this year um, we have over 400 people, about similar numbers to last year, 400 people plus that are involved in it. So uh, I don't know what day we're on right now, but it's been about a week. It's been, yeah, this yeah, is day seven. Day seven. Of recording this. By the time this comes out, it'll probably right. be about a week and a half in. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So how, you know, what's your perspective? I mean, you were here last year too. And mm -hmm. 
and, and you're seeing how it's going. Have you heard, heard anything from anybody? A little bit. Um, I, there's a couple students um, that I text every day about it. Uh, mm-hmm. We kind of have a group message about fasting right now. And yeah. so I'll send a text that's like, hey, how's everybody doing? How was today? Yeah. Uh, and that's been cool to hear from some of them. Like, today was really hard, but, you know, I kind of went against it and had a time to read my Bible and stuff like that. And so right. that's been really cool. Uh, I didn't do that as much last year. So that's been kind of a new thing is kind of incorporating some students into it. Um, and kind of getting them involved in it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard from, I've talked to some students because my son is one and then his friends and it's mm-hmm. like they're giving up uh, Instagram mm-hmm. and giving up uh, YouTube and mm-hmm. different things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool to hear that, you know, giving up uh, so- soft drinks and uh, just a variety of things, yep. but really focused on the Bible reading plan too, mm-hmm. which is just so encouraging cool. to hear them yeah. talk about. Um, but yeah, the general consensus, I think that the, the church loves when we have times mm-hmm. like this because I think... Not only does it is it really challenging, and not only is it like a you know kind of goes along with how a lot of people start their year, but it kind of pushes us to do something different and get out yeah. of our routine a little bit. But um, I think it also is just it's really special to have times like this where the entire church is reading the same things and praying for the same things and and, and yeah. receiving the same text and going through the same challenge. I I just think there's something special about it. You know, just the thought of there like is. when I receive that text, and and this might just be a me thing, but when I receive that text, pretty much every single day I'm going. 400 and whatever people <laughs> receive this same text yeah. and it kind of gets me pumped up. Yeah, me like too. it gets me ready yeah. for the day, you know. That's so probably our like perspective that. too as leaders in the church as pastors it's kind of our perspective too just as a shepherd knowing that there's so many people like spiritual growth we so much think about. You do like what happens on Sunday and I do too like the the well mm-hmm. Sunday morning experience like we know how important that is but to know that during these 20 days, at least, we are touching the lives of 400 plus people yeah. that are choosing to be a part of our church and, and to grow in their faith. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what we're all about because mm-hmm. um, the ultimate goal is to become like Jesus. So we're we're hoping that this helps people to get into a, r- a rhythm or routine that carries on beyond yeah. January. Right. So, um, and I, you know, I, and I, it's cool to hear different people doing different things and, and being part of it. And I see now it's become very much a trend in churches. Like I have so many of friends that I'm pastor friends that I'm with on social media and they're posting their 21 day fast, or I saw somebody with a 23 day fast. Um, so different things uh, that they're doing different ways of doing it. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely a, it's one of those things that I don't know why we wouldn't do it mm-hmm. every year. I don't want it to become just so routine that it's, you know, people just go through the motions, but yeah. I think we need a reset. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. And I think the, the hope for us as, as church leaders and staff is that it, like you said, it does set up a routine going forward past this 21 days. You're not mm-hmm. going to fast probably for the rest no. of the year. Maybe you will, depending on if it's social media or something like that. Hey, go for it. But, um, but it's setting up a routine mm-hmm. of, Hey, every day I'm going to be in the word every day. I'm going to, you know, right. maybe at seven 30, I'm going to keep this routine of just having a couple minutes to pray about something and, and, and read the, you know, scripture or something like that. Like, I think it, it sets up a routine and a discipline going forward. Right. Um, and I think January is a really good time to do that for a lot of people. Um, and so I think that's, that's pretty encouraging. Right. But, yeah. It's cool. Um, do you want to talk about what you're fasting? Or yeah, go sure. You want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm doing lunch this year, mm-hmm. um, all 21 days. So, so far, going strong. Yes. Um, but it's been hard. I like miss you it's, lunch sometimes. Yeah, you guys go out to lunch, <laughs> and I just kind of sit in my office. But um, 
but no, it's I wanted to do something. I've done in the past. I've done social media before, which is hard because of my job. But anyway, but I've done right. I've done social yeah. media before. I've done um, sugar. We did that last year, I mm-hmm. think. I've done um, soda before. I, I've done these things, and they're great. And but just for me, I wanted a, a, a time of day mm. every day where I was giving up something that would take up an hour or two of my day, and, and no longer have that. And so. Mm. Um, and so for me, it was lunch. I just thought, you know, and you guys, you know, are usually out of the office right. at that time. So it, it literally forces me to have an hour of quiet time, um, mm-hmm. an hour of prayer or reading the Bible. Right. And so, um, been really hard though. I'm <laughs> pretty hungry by the really? time I yeah. get to noon or you have breakfast um, though, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've been eating more breakfast because I'm trying to prepare for not eating <laughs> yes, lunch, but, yes. um, yeah. So I, I, I just wanted something different this year, something that was more like mm-hmm. time oriented. Right. Um, and yeah, it's like, wow, I'm going to do this for 21 days. You know, I'm going to weekend uh, and I'm like, yeah. hey, I miss lunch. I, I like lunch. Two lunch weeks is ago. Nice. Yeah. Um, but what about you? What are you fasting? Yeah, it's different this year too. I started the year like January the 2nd, I guess. Um, with more of a fasting for my physical health. So there's a spiritual fast and there's just, you know, intermittent fasting. So I'm doing that where I try not to eat for 16 hours just because of of weight loss and all that. Mm So I'd given up soda. I'd given up sweets. I'd given up fried food. I'm like um, breakfast too for the most part. So it's like, what am I going to give up food-wise? And there really isn't anything left. So I thought, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. I want to use this um, time in a wise way. So anyway, it hit me the day that we started was that I, I spend way too much time on uh, listening to sports radio and sports podcasts because I love sports. So I gave that up in terms of giving that up, that time that I would do it usually in the gym or when I'm getting ready in the morning and I'm listening to worship music instead, substituting that, which draws me closer to the Lord all the time. I have mm-hmm. a big playlist, just put it on shuffle and it's amazing how that changes my mindset and has put me in a better perspective spiritually. Mm. So that's simple. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it has to be different for – it doesn't have to be different, but it has to be unique to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's not something you miss – because I do miss it, like, oh, I want to watch or listen to that podcast. Nope, I'm not going to do that. Mm. So it's a sacrifice for whatever it is for any person that gives up something – but the point is, drawing closer to God. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of want to end this yeah. section about, you know, why do we fast? Right. Um, I know that last year with the 167 series, you had a Sunday where you pretty much talked about fasting mm. and why we do it. Um, but maybe it's just a reminder for anybody watching or listening. Maybe they haven't jumped into the fast with us, but hey, guess what? There's still plenty of time sure. or you could do it on your own. But, but why do we fast and why um, is fasting a thing that is, you know, uh, seen in the Bible and things like that. Like, you know, what's the point of it? Yeah, I think the the only danger I see in doing this collectively is that a lot of the part of fasting is it's not something to brag about or something mm-hmm. to talk about. So here we are talking about it. So I feel, is that good? And I think we're doing it because we want to set an example mm-hmm. and we want to let people know, not that I think what I'm doing is amazing and you think you're amazing. We're not, it's, it's not about that at all. Mm-hmm. So you don't fast for attention um, like Jesus said, you know, the Pharisees, they fast and they make themselves look sick so that everybody can give them attention for being so spiritual. If that's what you do, then, uh, you know, you're missing the point. So it's not about bragging on social media that you're fasting. And I don't think anybody's doing that. But it is about drawing closer to God and being more reliant on God. Mm-hmm. Because when you're missing something that you normally have in your life, there's a void. Mm-hmm. And so it's an opportunity to fill that void with Jesus, which is the whole point of drawing closer to him. So when you're missing something like food and you're hungry, 
what do you think? Where, where does your thoughts go? I want food. But mm-hmm. instead, like Jesus said, when Satan tempted him, man does not live by bread alone. So I think that's kind of the, the key point. How do you see it? Um, I, I've heard an interesting, I think we talked about this in the series last year. I think I had given you a quote mm. um, by, I think, I believe it's John Mark Comer. Yes, but um, I, I think that you know, there's a lot in scripture about how we're supposed to, um, and we will suffer with Jesus and how Mm. life brings kind of hard times. And I think, um, fasting is an opportunity to kind of like almost train your body. Like, Hey, I'm, I I don't like, I I rely on God more than I rely on my, my flesh or my, my physical body. So I think denying yourself, right. And, and getting over the things that you want, the things that you crave, Mm. the things that you desire and replacing it with something that is better, which is prayer right. and, and Bible reading, um, I think it just kind of builds it into your your faith life and into your mind of like, hey, I can say no to things and I can deny myself a little bit. And then yeah. I think, um, you know, times of 21-day fast or whatever they may be, and then there comes a point where we're at a crossroads and do I indulge or do I, you know, resist the temptation or do I, you could reference this 21-day fast or the time where you did deny yourself and say, no, I've done it before. I did it for three weeks. I can do it right now in this moment. So I think right. it, it's kind of creating the habit of like, there are times when I can deny myself, maybe it's something as crazy as food. And if I can do right. that, then I can deny myself, um, you know, whatever the temptation may be. Sure. So I think it just kind of builds that into, right. like, I've done it before, right? Yes. I, or for three weeks or however long you fast. And so yes. I can do it now. Like I, I've relied right. on God before. I can do it now. So I think right. it kind of sets you up for um, kind of getting out of temptation in the future, maybe. It's kind of mm-hmm. one of the, that's kind of how I like no, to think No, I think about so it, too. I think so too. Temptation, you know, like I talked about a little bit yesterday is there's things that weigh us down that are sinful and there's things that are not. They're mm-hmm. just, and most of the things we give up for our fast, it's not like we're giving up sinful things. Mm-hmm. We're just, but anything that takes the place of God in our lives yeah. is, can be an idol. So right. there's so many, there's so many ways of looking at this, but I think like, as you're talking, it's making me remember, Remember what I said yesterday about how I've never heard anybody who has fully given themselves to God, mm-hmm. you know, come back later and say, you know, that was the worst decision I made. Mm-hmm. Man, I regret it. Like, I've never heard it. Nobody said the end of a fast last year. You know, that was the worst 21 days. Yeah. I was so miserable. I hated it. I mean, I, <laughs> like, you draw closer to God. You rely more. How It's just going to make you better. You're going to be mm-hmm. a, in a better mindset. Uh, and we get so wrapped up in our lives and the way we do things. And the reset is awesome because it's just a, it's a, it's a new starting point for us. And, and I would encourage people like, yeah, if it goes well for you, not being on social media at all or cutting one of those social media apps out of your life or only having them on your computer and not mm-hmm. on your phone. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people, they don't delete their account. They just don't look at yeah. it unless they have to. And I, I get it. There's like communication tools. There's like Facebook Messenger. A lot of people use that. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I think if it's working for you, then don't go back. Sure. You know, don't go back or, or you know, figure out a way that, you know, like I probably will li- – I not probably. I will listen to sports again on the radio. And I do still sometimes, if, but not, af- not until after I've spent the time with the Lord. And so I just think you – you start really figuring out what your priorities are again. And we drift. We know we, we have that potential to drift. So you can call a 21-day fast in May if you want. Sure. You know, you can call one whenever you need one yeah. to get yourself back. Yeah. yeah. And and you kind of talking about that kind of made me think about this too is, um, you know, have a – Here's a crazy challenge for people listening and watching is is set up a weekly routine where for one day a week you, you fast. Mm. One day a week you're denying yourself of something. One day a week you're choosing not to do something. I know for me, and I've talked about this before on this podcast, every 
um, Friday night mm -hmm. at 5 p.m. My phone, because technology can actually help you do these things. My phone goes into a setting where I cannot get on social media and certain people cannot text me and I can't get notifications on a bunch of different apps that distract me. And I'm pretty much, my screen time is like 30 minutes from Friday night to Saturday night. For mm -hmm. those 24 hours, right. I'm not on any of those things. Right. I don't check an email, I don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And it's for me, it's like a weekly routine of denying myself, oh, I wanna you know, spend time on social media and distract myself in this way and focus on this and yeah, think right. about work and think about this. And it's like, for 24 hours, I kind of let myself, okay, I, I'm not the one that moves things forward. God does. So I'm going to prove that he, you know, I can rely mm -hmm. on him and not me. Yeah. And every single week for 24 hours, I do that. Um, it's been about a year, maybe a year and mm -hmm. a half that I've had that in my life. And I, you know, there's only been a couple Fridays that I haven't done that. Right. Um, and it's, it's game changing. Like it's, you know, this 21 day fast is awesome because it's a jump start to the year and it, it, you know, motivates a lot of people and, um, and all those things gains momen momentum, which we're going to talk about. Right. Um, but like, why not have a weekly practice where one day a week you don't have lunch or one day a week yeah, you right. cut out a certain type of food or one day a week you, exactly. you know, you only listen to worship music, like, um, have this kind of weekly rhythm or, or monthly rhythm if you want to, of just kind of like, you know, rely on God and not yourself. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think that's so important. It's, you know, don't wait till January. Don't wait yeah. till the church pushes on yeah. you, you know, don't stop in February. Like, yeah, yeah, keep it going, figure out. Yeah. Cause you may not be able to do what you're doing now every day mm -hmm. forever but like once a week that's a great great idea something maybe just a challenge maybe yeah a challenge we should probably talk about on a sunday morning yeah in the next two weeks yeah um so kind of last thing i want to talk about just as we yet again just kind of get rolling this year and in mm -hmm. this new season is our series that we're in um so uh you've had yesterday was the second week of it correct uh, and there's gonna, it's gonna be four four um and so we're in a series called momentum um and, and so i just want you to talk just for a couple of minutes about where it came from why you felt like this was the the move if you will <laughs> for the beginning of this year um and kind of the ground we've covered so far how you feel like it's going all those things so wherever you want to start with that. Wow. Like I, I, it's funny you where it came from. I just remember back in October, I think just, you know, I'm always usually six months ahead. And I remember being like, kept trying different ideas for January and I kept not loving them. I kept working on different series plans and like, I don't know, I'm not excited about this, not excited about that. And I do not remember, I can't tell you um, what exactly happened. I know this wasn't like I saw some other church did this series. For some reason, the word momentum just stuck out in my mind. And maybe it was me writing up a description of what I was thinking of in other series, and then the word momentum just stood out to me. Yep. And, I, and I just went, I'm gonna, wait a minute, I'm going to go with just that word mm -hmm. and see what where that takes us. Because something about momentum starting a year is a good idea, right? Yeah. Like, So I, I wish I could tell you exactly, but I think God led me to that. I don't want to sound super spiritual about it, but, you know, I you know, the beginning of the year, it's always kind of like, where do you start? Do you do it just, what do you, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And um, to get people going, and I don't like, just want to do a series like we talked about earlier, resolutions, how to make mm -hmm. a resolution. But I think spiritual momentum um, is huge. Uh, this, this feeling of like, I'm on a roll in my relationship with God. And of course, fasting can be something that really propels you forward with totally. that momentum. But this whole idea of how do I get going like that? What, why do some people have momentum in their lives spiritually and mm -hmm. some don't? What's yeah. the difference? And so that was kind of like the idea of teaching people about where momentum come f comes from, what keeps it going, uh, what, sh what it should look like. And then uh, the last week is more like how good you'll feel at the end of your life because of getting this going now. Like mm -hmm. this is what we're working toward the ultimate goal. So mm -hmm. you won't regret it. So yeah, that's good. There's a, um, 
there's a quote that I really like. It's kind of funny. I think it's it's not uh, like a Christian author or anything like that. It's just like a random old saying. But it says, um, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. But the second best time is right now. I don't yeah, know if you've ever good. heard that. No, no. But um, that's good. It, it, as we've gone through this series, I've been thinking about that a lot because it's like, mm. obviously, the the best time to get rooted in your faith and build something mm-hmm. awesome would have been 20, 30 years mm-hmm. ago, right? Because you'd be in an incredible right. place. But right. the second best time is today. Second yeah. best time is right now, yeah. right? Um, and so I, I think this series has a lot to say about that kind of idea. Like, right. you know, there's no point in waiting and sitting around until you get to a certain point. Like, you got to get motivated. You know, momentum starts with motivation. And yeah. you just kind of got to, you know, want it. And and I think that's a big part that you've kind of been touching on. It's kind of like yeah, there's got to like, be this desire and this motivation to want this. <laughs> kind of been more um what's the word uh dynamic i don't know dynamic or enthusiastic um more energetic with interacting with people in the messages just about do you want this mm-hmm. i mean i want to hear a response yeah. because you have to have the want to now the want to isn't enough in itself and it's not about self-help or i can just make a determination i'm going to do this and it's going to happen you need the Lord, you need the Holy Spirit. And we're not discounting that at all. But you can't get to the destination of being more like Jesus by accident. You have to be determined and you have to make some decisions in your life that will get the momentum going. So um, I've enjoyed the whole series in the terms of the writing too, because like when I planned it and probably October slash November finally decided, I kind of mapped out like four titles and just like a description of each one, but I had nothing else. And a lot of times I'll have, you know, more content put away on a folder in a, you know, Word document so I can go to. So each week, like right now, I got nothing for this week yet mm-hmm. except the title and like the basic idea. So yeah. while that's um, challenging, it's also um, enlivening because I'm like, okay. It's rewarding a little yeah, bit Yeah, it too, is yeah. because, but it's like, okay, I feel the pressure because Monday, Tuesday, I got to get, gotta get this. Mm. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm on Tuesday. I'm like, oh. and then all of a sudden it starts to come together. You know, because you write sermons all the time. And uh, sometimes just the writing comes and then the illustrations come mm-hmm. and like, and Sherry was like, that illustration you did today was good with the weight. She said, I like that. She I didn't know you were going to do that. Yeah. I said, yeah, it, I, it came to me. And then it's like, it's funny because I put it in my notes. And then every time I read over my notes, I'm like, don't forget to bring your dumbbells to yeah. church. And then every time, the Sunday morning, I'm sitting in my office, I'm like, okay, I cannot forget this because I didn't like practice the yeah, yeah. illustration. You know how it goes. So I, I, um, I did something where I threw something on the floor. So when I was done going over my notes, I was like, why is that on the floor? <laughs> so that I don't forget to grab yeah. my dumbbells. You know yeah, how it goes. Because yeah. I was afraid I would get to church and not have them. But the point being, uh, I think, um, of course, yesterday was just that we have so much that weighs us down and that hinders our progress. And we were in Hebrews chapter 12. Um, so anyway, um, I'm kind of just mumbling, rambling all over the place with this. But no, yeah, I'm excited about it. And I, and I get a lot of um, just positive feedback just from looking into the faces and the engagement in the crowd mm-hmm. that people want that in their life. Mm-hmm. They want to they want to see some things happen in their life. And, yep. you know, I didn't shy away from saying some things that it could be tough for some people to hear or don't want to hear, but you know, that's the way it goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is maybe an encouragement to you, but I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but maybe a podcast is a good place to tell you. Yeah. Um, you get quoted a lot at the well. I don't know if you know. Oh, that. No, I There's a lot that. of students uh-huh. that attend on Sunday mornings and um, they are there on Sunday nights and in small groups and times like that, they're like, this morning, Pastor Steve said this <laughs> and they'll cool. like say your quote and it's, uh-huh. it's pretty cool. But that's last cool. night they liked, um, 
I'm going to butcher it, but you said something along the lines of nobody, you know, you don't spend, if you don't spend a single day in the Bible or you don't spend any time reading reading scripture, a year later, you're not going to be any more like Jesus than you are right now or something along those lines. Do you remember what, exactly said, what you said? Yeah, I said something like nobody gets, like if, you know, we fast forward to January of 2024, yeah. you're not going to be like, I am so much more like Jesus than I was a year ago. And I don't know how it happened. I never yeah, opened the go. Bible. I go. never went to church. Yeah. I never prayed. Yeah. I never shared my faith. I never did anything to grow in my faith, but I'm just more like Jesus. I don't know. It's just yeah. amazing. There you go. Like that's not going to happen. Like they like that. Yeah. yeah. You made that's that sound cool. prettier than I did, but we got yeah, that. Well, yeah. <laughs> but they quoted that. That's cool. And like I love that. this. I love students so much. They're, they're so, I mean, when I'm preaching and I look out there and I see them on the edge of their seats engaged, yeah. That does so much for me. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I love what you I, I called a student out last night in the middle of my message because I had texted him yesterday afternoon and just said, you know, hey, ha- like, how are you? How's everything going? And, and I saw him at church that morning. I said, what'd you learn this morning? Mm. And he sends me within seconds a screenshot of all the notes he took. Wow. And it's like the amount, like we have so many students doing that now. Yeah. And it just like gave me chills. That I'm like, is, that's so, from that, your sermon, like it was just that, so cool. That's, so, yeah, that that, um, yeah, that does build me up and make me yeah. encouraged. Um, it's exciting to see yeah. life change, and especially when they're at that age, you know, so many life decisions you make before 25 years old. And, mm-hmm. you know, the numbers tell you, people that give their lives to Christ um, that yeah, most do before, like 90 some percent do mm-hmm. before the age 25. So mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Look forward to the rest of the series. Um, any other thoughts or questions on that? Nope. I was curious, uh, if yeah. you don't mind, like sure. what you talked about last night, what you're doing with what you're preaching. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Last night, um, we started a new series at the well called Growing Pains. So we're going to be spending the month of January talking about how um, the closer that you get to God, um, it's going to hurt sometimes. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times when he teaches you things or shows you things that um, disagree with you, right. don't make you feel too good, right. um, you know, or maybe put you in uncomfortable situations if you have to stand up for your faith and what right. you believe. And um, there's just growing pains that come with walking with him, and it's not sunshine and rainbows all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and so last night we started uh, the series, kind of kicked it off going through Second Timothy chapter 3, uh, where Paul kind of, it's his final charge to Timothy, and he starts writing out, hey, you've seen the way I've lived. You've seen that I've endured, and every uh, person who chooses to follow God is going to have to endure persecution. And then he kind of gets to this point of saying, and you need to be faithful to everything you've been taught because you can trust those who teach you. And right. then he gets to this point where he says, all scripture is inspired by God, and it is useful, right? We, right, right. We know yeah, that. We yeah. used that before. Yeah. And so we kind of worked through that whole chapter and kind of ended on that verse of all scripture. And so I started. I kept repeating that, that phrase of all scripture, and I started right. going through um, pretty much every hot button hot <laughs> okay. issue that you could name. And okay. I just said, but but what about yada, yada, yada? And I just kept saying all scripture. But what about yada, yada? All okay. scripture. And the, and the whole room was just silent and uncomfortable. Um, and it was it was interesting for me um, because I had the things written down in my notes, all the yes. statements of, yes. of the big things that I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, and I like felt like I couldn't say them. I almost skipped over it. Like I got so nervous of what, yes. how it was going to respond and what it was going to feel like and who I was going to offend and right. all these things that I was like halfway through one of the sentences. And I almost was just like, I'm just going to stop right here. <laughs> and I kept going and, um, the response and the small group conversation that I was in with the high school guys, it was, it was pretty, pretty cool um, yeah. to see just the, it's scary though, but yeah. I'm glad I'm proud of you. That's awesome. I mean, it's like you, it's just in this world today, you know, you just, there's so much about not offending and worrying about hurting everybody's feelings with whatever you say, and that we should never intentionally hurt people's feelings, but the word of God is the word of God. And if we are going to stand on it and believe that it is inspired and is without error, then we're going to have to not be shy 
but not saying in a way that we're intentionally trying to hurt people, but hey, um, they don't know. Students don't know, and I would venture to say a lot of our adults don't know what the Bible says on a lot of those issues. So, yep. yeah, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. And like, yeah. But the response was good. You didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't have didn't anybody get, nobody, mad at me. Did you uh, get any emails from parents last no night? No emails or? from parents, but I got a couple of encouraging texts from students that were like. They're glad you said what yeah, you said. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of ended by saying if you – if you are not at a place where you accept cover to cover that scripture is true, you're going to have a really hard time following this God anywhere. Like if you if yeah. you are not at a place where you have humbled yourself and accepted that the word of God is true completely cover to cover, okay. then this is going to be a really, really yeah. tough thing for you to follow yeah. this. You can't God. pick and choose. You no. can't just choose the passages you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be hard. Well, you know, and that fits and I think ties in perfectly with with what we're doing on Sunday morning with momentum and because growing pains, fasting, all yep. of that stuff goes yep. together. And totally. Yeah. So it's going to be um, a great start to the year. We'll get into a series in February on, on marriage on Sunday mornings, and you'll probably be doing some relationship series, too, mm-hmm. yep. with the students as well. So at the well mm-hmm. and uh, all that is just getting the year started right. And I'm mm-hmm. excited about 2023. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say that. I know. It is weird. weird. And, and, you know, yesterday, one of the awesome things is it was the most guests we've had in a long – I mean, yeah. Sharon and I were busy at Guest yeah. Central. We almost ran out of our guest bags, the yeah. gift bags that we give out. And this coming Sunday, we have a new thing called Starting Point. Um, we're going to have lunch with – I think there's like 38 people signed up awesome. that are new mm-hmm. that want to know more about our church. It's kind of like a lead-in. It's not a class like we used to do Discover. We have Discover – online now and videos people can watch. Um, but it's people that want, it's just for people who want to know more. They want to become a member. They can. Um, we're excited about that. Yeah, New exciting. people getting them acclimated, assimilated into the church, man, um, that's how we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about it. I think 2023 is going to be a great year of growth for our church. So Absolutely. we're, we're pumped. We're starting it off right though. Spiritual mm-hmm. growth. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and part of that 2023 uh, mission and vision and excitement is going to be right here on this podcast every week. And so yes. we're excited. And if you're listening, you're watching, we hope that you come back and that uh, you continue to listen and watch with us and share and let us know what you mm-hmm. think. And um, if you have any topics or ideas or conversations that we could have here at this table, let us know. Um, you can email podcast at org. You That's can right. message us on social media, uh, and we will work those uh, those ideas, those conversations into um, this season. And so we're excited. I hope you're excited. Uh, so, um, so but excited. as a church, we, we feel like there's a lot of momentum. We there feel is. like this yes. is going to be an incredible It's year, funny so. because somebody said that to me yesterday, like, you know, what we really need in the church is momentum, and I can feel it. I'm like, yes, and that's like, we're not talking about that mm. in the series per se. We're talking about individual, personal, yeah. spiritual momentum, but what if everybody in Sycamore Creek Church had spiritual momentum in their life? Mm-hmm. How is that going to impact our church yeah. and our growth and our moving forward? So yeah. we all think we all know that. So absolutely excited. So yeah, thank you all for joining us. We look forward to having you back next week. Yep. See you later on the In All Things Podcast. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the In All Things Podcast. Our challenge for you today is to send this episode to one person. Seriously, think of somebody right now that could use this conversation and send it to them. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic ideas, please send them to podcast at sycamorecreek.org. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sycamore Creek Church so that you can always see what's going on in our world. If this conversation helped you at all, make sure you share it, leave a review, and subscribe so that you don't miss out on a single episode. We love you, God loves you, and we'll see you next week on the In All Things podcast.